Hello everybody, welcome again to Scripture Talk. This is Emeka and Torera. We're excited to be back again together looking at God's Word. For the last four episodes, we've been looking at what we've titled Christ our Redeemer. And we have taken some time to go back to the scriptures and find out exactly what that means, right? And it's been such an exciting topic. Redemption is really the story of the Bible, right? And um, it's that that's what the Bible is all about. How God, um, how God created man, man lost. Um, that fellowship and relationship with God and how God, the process through which God went through to restore man back to fellowship with him. You know, that is the simple and short um, summary of the Bible. Of course, right in the center of all of that is the person or the man called Jesus Christ, right? And, And that is the story of the Bible. Like I said before, the Bible is not a history book, though you might have some element of history in the scriptures. The Bible is not a scientific book, though there are certain things that have been said in the Bible that in the past or even right now, science have been able to prove to be true. You know, the Bible is not a book of biology. It has scattered um, things around there. You know, the, the Bible is a book about redemption. It is the story of redemption. And if we're going to look at the Bible from that standpoint, it will do us a lot of um, good. Well, our anchor scripture is Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. The Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit true faith. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you all the praise and glory. Thank you because your word is true. Even as we look into your word, we ask that you give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we will understand what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power that is available to us who believe. We give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So over to you, babes. Yeah, good good morning everyone. It's it's an amazing opportunity to, you know, um discuss the word of God and learn from it again. The word of God is ever fresh. So we've been talking about the redemption story and then so far so good we've been um able to establish the fact that God it all began with God creating the you know heavens and the earth and then plant creating a conducive environment for man before he showed up on the scene and then he created man in his own image and in his own likeness that means that he made man you know to look like himself you know we 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 said in the very first episode that father god in essence is a father who desired a family you know just the same way and we we one of the ways we see that is how you know we human beings also desire to create families and it just makes sense to conclude that we got that trait Mm -hmm. that 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 desire that innate desire in us from our father god and so he desired a family and he made adam in his image and likeness and then empowered him to procreate to so that he can have a, a very huge family you know and then we saw how that he also gave adam dominion he gave dom because if he made adam in his image god has dominion over the works of his hands you know 
when we talk about God, we, 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 we're talking about the supreme being, the supreme Lord, the one who rules and reigns over all. And he made a man in his own image to replicate that level of dominion and authority and power and majesty over the works of his hands. So he empowered man. The words that are contained in that, you know, in, in Genesis chapter 1, to verse 27 to 28 are very powerful words that indicate authority, mm-hmm. that indicate um, lordship you know have dominion subdue and all that but we see that something happened down the line when adam then bowed the knee to the devil and abdicated that that authority to satan by um disobeying god's command and once he did that he became cut off from the life of god his nature changed to that of the devil because god had warned him if we remember that the day he ate of the of the fruit of the tree of good and evil not of good and evil in that day he was surely going to die and we said that death doesn't necessarily mean cessation of existence it means separation and we use the analogy of a branch that is cut off from a tree and we saw that the moment adam disobeyed he got cut off from the life of god and his nature got corrupted so spiritual death came into play and that was what necessitated a savior a redeemer and then we, we we then began to talk about the the state of man after the fall and we read from ephesians chapters two chapter, chapter two verses one to three where we said um you know we were dead in trespasses and sins so we see spiritual death at play here you know spiritual death means separation from god it means that you have the nature of the devil because spiritual death is the nature of the devil so we were dead in our trespasses and sins this is beyond your just committing certain acts of sin this is that essentially without even doing anything mm-hmm. we have you know a corrupt nature mm-hmm. we were because we were disconnected from God and we, we ceased to have the God kind of life. So we also said that we were under the control of the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, Romans chapter 7 sheds a very huge light on this in that, you know, it talks about how the, even though you desire to do something different, right? There's a, there, there's a sense of morality that you still possess, but you find something in you that seems to be driving you to do the direct opposite. As if there's a supernatural force controlling you to act contrary, you know, to the good desires that you have, mm-hmm. that the things that you desire to do, you don't do them. And the things that you don't desire, to, you find just, and th- that was our experience before we came into Christ. Mm-hmm. And as very, very young Christians. And so we were under the control of the devil. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 says that we um, 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 God has delivered us from the power of darkness, from the authority, from the control, the rulership of darkness. And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we know that before we go into that kingdom, we were under the rulership and the dominion of the devil. He was our Lord. Lord. So those were the two the two um, aspects that we considered yesterday, and we will continue to discuss yeah. that today. Thank you so much for that um, 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 great recap. And we we then get to see. Maybe we should just read our Ephesians chapter two scripture. Ephesians chapter two from verse one to three. The Bible says, "And you, he made alive who were dead in trespass." 
and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, just as order. So two extra things we're seeing here is the fact that um, part of the, um, the, the effects of the fall, part of the um, things that Adam began to exhibit was man became a slave to fleshly lusts that was resulting or that is resulting from the sinful nature. You know, immediately Adam fell, we began to see, um, first of all, some of the effects of the fallen nature where there was this blame game. Nobody wanted to take responsibility for Mm -hmm. their actions. We could see the feelings of guilt. We could see the feelings of shame, you know, and just some years down the line, you know, um, Cain and Abel is born and we could see jealousy that resulted into envy that eventually resulted into murder that eventually resulted into a lie do you get and you just began to see it and it gets to the point in genesis chapter 6 where it began to grieve god that he made man because it looked like man had got into the place where he had taken off the brakes mm. from the car of his life and just just going down and down into all forms of depravity. fleshly lust and depravity you know depravity across um, different kinds of things and you will see romans chapter 1 we, we might not have time to to look at that into details but you see in romans chapter 1 where there is a lot more detail about some of all these things in fact you, you know sometimes uh what's it called saying some of all these things would be good to look at them romans chapter one you know and you will see this um from verse 18 where the bible says for the rod of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of god is manifest in them for god has shown it to them for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by by the things that are made even um his eternal power um and godhead you know um so that they are without excuse the bible then says because although they knew god they did not glorify him as god were not thankful but became fruitful in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened professing to be wise they became fools the bible then says and change the glory of the incorruptible god into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeple things then i want to see verse 24 therefore god gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of the flesh to dishonor their bodies amongst themselves and changing the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So you begin to see this and and if you read, you will get to see a lot more of this, that man had an opportunity, even in the midst of the fall, to keep acknowledging God as God. I mean, we'll see examples of people like Abel, like Enoch, like Noah, you know, who by the Bible during this period of the um, the first 1,000 years of man's existed, existence, who worshipped God, who 
um, acknowledged God, even in the midst of man's falling nature but you see the 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 lust of the flesh the the depravity that arises from the sinful nature just kept pushing man into testing boundaries in wickedness and evil right in our day-to-day we can also um, appreciate and talk about some of all those things in the sense that you 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 begin to see that there are different kinds of things that are happening in the world today as a result of being slaves of fleshly laws it looks like there is no limit to which man can um, subject himself as it were and it is something that we um is something that is as a result of the sinful nature why is evil multiplying on the earth because man is essentially um evil you know because of his nature now once we become born again once we become recreated human spirits you know the nature of sin is taken away even though it it might still lie in our flesh in our body but essentially that thing that produces it is gone because the seed of god is now in us so we see that about slaves to fleshly lust you know resulting from the sinful nature in romans chapter 6 verse 16 the bible says and this is paul we quoted this we talked about this yesterday romans chapter 6 verse 16 the bible says do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey you are the one you are that one slaves whom you obey whether sin leading to death obedience leading to righteousness and that's exactly what has happened you know with man that man began to offer himself as a slave to sin and sin then became man's master praise god forevermore now you want to talk about the last one okay we were subject that verse in ephesians chapter 2 says we were by nature children of earth so it wasn't by deeds it was just by nature because satan was god's if you if you'd allow permitted arch enemy and by default anything that satan produces offends god mm-hmm. you know so because of our um because of our fallen state because we had we had we the devil became our father by default we were god's enemy and we would see that beyond that nature then began to produce actions where you see people acting ways that would offend god acting vile ways acting clearly wicked ways that you know even um strengthened that 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 that, um offensive nature that 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 we then had against god so we were then and by by uh, as a result of that we, we will see that we began to, man was in this vicious cycle of you know being on that suffering terrible consequences you know that we will see that if not for a few men in history that would then intervene someone like abraham you know the actions of people like Sodom and Gomorrah incited the wrath and the judgment of God. But because of his merciful nature, he felt like, let me look for somebody that can stand in the gap. But you could see that by the time even God himself showed up in that city, you know, in, you know, the angels, men were trying to, you know, commit, you know, um, homosexual acts with them. So you see that that place 
I think another portion of scripture talks about righteous Lot, how he was tormented by the level of wickedness and depravity in Sodom and Gomorrah. So we see that the, the, the nature was there and then man began to act in line with that nature that was offensive to God and incited his judgment. Yeah. You know, and that was why th- 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 there was a need for a savior. Even the people of God that he chose for himself, because all had sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Nobody had the nature, the ability to really do right and please God. You know, even though they were God's people, you will see that over and again, they would do things that would invoke the judgment of God on themselves. And then God then instituted the sacrifices, you know, the atonement and all of that system to find a way to still preserve them from the judgment that they deserved up until, you know, the savior of the world then came. Yeah, I I mean, and and the thing is that you would then see that judgment was not just what was happening here on earth, yes. but also um, there was a place of judgment, which is hell, you yes. know, um, and ultimately you will talk about the lake of fire in um in um revelations right you know so the judgment of god uh, and some people are quite um, confused about god's judgment you know i i I like uh, one preacher said that god's judgment is part of his love Mm -hmm. you know that um it love will ensure that justice is served Mm -hmm. you see when we became christians our our sins were paid for yeah because justice had to be served. Yes. And that's what Jesus came to do on our behalf. Hallelujah. However, you know, we, we see that whoever it is then that does not have access to what Jesus has done and hasn't come to receive what Jesus has done on his behalf will still have so to pay just... for his or her own sin. Yeah. And it is it is a natural principle. You don't see somebody who went about killing all over the place or stealing and maiming people. And one day he's caught by the law, you know, and um, he's released. Something just happens and the court releases him back into the streets. What will happen the next day is that people will go back into the streets and start protesting because they feel that justice wasn't Mm -hmm. served, you know. And that is the same thing. God is a just God and there has to be judgment. Now, the Bible talks about how that hell and the lake of fire was prepared for the devil and, and his, his cohorts. cohorts, right? But you see, anybody who then chooses to align himself with the devil will go where the devil goes to pay for their crimes or their sins against God. And and that is the and that is really um, what this is all about. Well, we're we're out of time, right? We've talked about four things about man's state after the fall. One is that we were dead. The second one is that we were under the control of the devil. The third one is that we're slaves um, to fleshly lust. And the fourth one we have said is that we're subject to wrath and judgment we believe that you've had quite a good time this one um this particular episode took a little longer than normal but next week we're, we're coming back and we're looking at the redeemer and what qualified um the redeemer to be the one to die on our behalf well we'll see you next week let us pray heavenly father thank you for our listening audience we ask that you help us consistently even as we meditate upon these things to see it that the eyes of our heart will be opened and we will see and understand we give you all the praise and glory in jesus name amen see you in the next episode have a great time bye
if you're hearing this message, you have listened to the entire episode of Scripture Talk podcast. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Scripture Talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the Bible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, do not forget to share with your friends and family. See you next time.